God bless you all. What's going on? It's your brother Tim, a.k.a. Talent with two L's. We are back at it with another reading from the gospel. According to Luke, we are in chapter two. Um, chapter one was a long chat, a long chapter. And what happened was the angel Gabriel had visited uh, Zechariah, the um, the priest and told him his wife Elizabeth, even though she was old and he's old, they were going to have a son and that his name would be John and he would lead the way for the coming Messiah. Then the angel Gabriel visited Mary, a virgin girl born in, uh, a virgin girl from Nazareth. Scholars say she was around, she was in her teens, so like 15, 16, um, living in Nazareth the angel Gabriel visited her and said that even though you're engaged to be married and you're a virgin, you will give birth to Jesus, the savior of his people, the savior of the world. Uh, Zechariah did not believe, he doubted, and uh, he was unable to speak after that. He wasn't allowed to speak, he wasn't even able to speak because of his doubt and disbelief in, in what the angel which is a messenger of God had promised and Mary was like let it be so I'm with it thank God and you know just two different perspectives on the promises of God two different attitudes towards it um, but either way that's essentially what happened in chapter 1 then John was born filled with the Holy Spirit and they said he remained um, in like reserved areas until the time of his ministry where he was ready to start his ministry which was to prepare the way for Jesus the coming Messiah and to tell all people to repent and come to God so that's what that's where we're at and let's see what chapter 2 talks about so okay and, and so that mentions, so Mary was pregnant, um, let's see, six months, or so, six, six months after Elizabeth was pregnant with John. So Jesus is around six months younger than John the Baptist. Um, and in chapter one, they told, it's like they fast forwarded to uh, John's life when he was growing up. But now in chapter two, we're going to go back to that time when Mary was pregnant 30 or so years prior to what they had just told us about John when he was fully grown and started his ministry. So we're going back to that time period and we're going to talk about the birth of Jesus Christ. That's our first caption. So let's get right into it. It was about this. It was it was about that same time that Augustus Caesar sent out an order to all people in the countries that were under Roman rule. The order said that everyone's name must be put on a list. They're taking a census. This was, this was the first counting of all the people while Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone traveled to their own hometowns to have their name put on the list. So Joseph left Nazareth, a town in Galilee, and went to the town of Bethlehem in Judea. It was known as the town of David. 
Joseph went there because, because he was from the family of David. Joseph registered, now mind you, they said this, the Messiah would come from the lineage of King David. Hence why they point that out in this gospel account. So Joseph went there because he was from the family of David. Joseph registered with Mary because she was engaged to marry him. She was now pregnant. While Joseph and Mary were in Bethlehem, the time came for her to have a baby, to have the baby. She gave birth to her first son. She wrapped him up well and laid him in a box where cattle are fed. She put him there because the guest room was full. Next caption reads, Some shepherds hear about Jesus. That night some shepherds were out in the fields near Bethlehem watching their sheep. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of, of the Lord was shining around them. The shepherds were very afraid. The angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I have some very good news for you, news that will make everyone happy. As I'm reading this, I'm thinking, I don't think any other gospel account speaks about angels as much as Luke has in these first two chapters. Nevertheless, Again, the angel says, don't be afraid. I have some very good news for you. News that will make you, that will make everyone happy. Today, your savior was born in David's town. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This is how you will know him. You will find a baby wrapped in pieces of cloth and lying in a feeding box. Then a huge army of angels from heaven joined the first angel and they were all praising God, saying, Praise God in heaven and on earth. Let there be peace to the people who please him. The angels left the shepherds and went back to heaven. The angels said, so the huge army of angels said, Let there be peace to the people who please the Lord. God in heaven. The angels left the shepherds and went back to heaven. The shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem and see this great event the Lord has told us about. They're like, uh, let's go see what this is all about. So they went running and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the, and there was the baby lying in the feeding box. Again, a promise from the messengers of Lord comes to pass. When they saw the baby, they told what the angels said about this child. Everyone was surprised when they heard what the shepherds told them. Mary continued to think about these things, trying to understand them. The shepherds went back to their sheep, praising God and thanking him for everything they had seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. The, remember the angel Gabriel visited Mary when, when she was, well, right before she became pregnant and told her of these same things. So again, these things came to pass just as the angels had said. When the baby was eight days old, Jesus, he was circumcised and he was named Jesus. This name was given by the angel before the baby began to grow inside Mary. Jesus is presented in the temple. Verse 22, the time came for Mary and Joseph to do the things the law of Moses taught about being made pure. There's a caption that reads, The law of Moses said that 40 days after a Jewish woman gave birth to a baby, 
she must be made ritually clean by a ceremony at the temple. That's from Leviticus chapter 12, verses 2 through 8. They brought Jesus to Jerusalem so that they could present him to the Lord. <laughs> That's crazy. They're bringing Jesus to the temple to present him to the Lord. I don't know. When a mother's first baby is a boy, he shall be called special for the Lord. There's a caption that reads, uh, see Exodus chapter 13, verse 2 and 12. Let's check that out. Exodus chapter 13, verse 2 and 12. Chapter 2 reads, Consecrate to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me whether human or animal. And then verse 12 reads, You are to give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. All the firstborn males of your livestock of your livestock, belong to the Lord. So we noticed that in chapter 1, that's what they did with, with John the Baptist, Zechariah, they brought him to the temple. And now um, they're doing that with Jesus, the firstborn of the family, of the womb of the mother. So... When a mother's first baby is a boy, he shall be called special for the Lord. Verse 24, the law of the Lord also says that people must give a sacrifice. You must sacrifice two doves or two young pigeons. So Joseph and Mary went to, went to Jerusalem to do this. Simeon sees Jesus. A man named Simeon lived in Jerusalem. He was a good man who was, dev who was devoted to God. He was waiting for the time when God would come to help Israel. The Holy Spirit was with him. The Holy Spirit told him that he would not die before he saw the Messiah from the Lord. The Spirit led Simeon to the temple. So he was there when Mary and Joseph brought the baby Jesus to do what the Jewish law said they must do. Simeon took the baby in his arms and thanked God. Quote, now, no, he says, sorry, sorry, sorry. Now, Lord, you can let me, your servant, die in peace. As you said, I have seen with my own eyes how you will save your people. Now all people can see your plan. He is a light to show your way to other nations, and he will bring honor to your people Israel. So referring to Jesus, Simeon um, declares, that Jesus is a light to show God's way to other nations. And, he will, and Jesus will bring honor to the people of Israel. Jesus' father and mother were amazed, that Simeon, amazed at what Simeon said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, Many Jews will fall and many will rise because of this boy. He will be a sign from God that some will not accept. So the secret thoughts of many will be made known and the things that happen will be painful for you like a sword cutting through your heart. That might be difficult to hear. I mean, I'm sure that's difficult to hear for a, a new mother, especially a young new mother like Mary. Um, and even harder probably to understand why he was saying these things. Um, but we, And if you don't know, as we all read, will understand what Simeon was talking about. Anna sees Jesus. Anna, a prophetess, 
was there at the temple. She was from the family of Phanuel, or Phanuel, in the tribe of Asher. She was now very old. She had lived with her husband seven years before he died and left her alone. She was now 84 years old. Anna was always at the temple. She never left. She worshipped she worshiped God by fasting and praying day and night. Anna was there when Joseph and Mary came to the temple. She praised God and talked about Jesus to all those who were waiting for God to free Jerusalem. Next caption, Joseph and Mary return home. Joseph and Mary finished doing all the things that the law of the Lord commanded. Then they went home to Nazareth, their own town in Galilee. The little boy Jesus was developing into a mature young man, full of wisdom. God was blessing him. Jesus as a boy. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover feast, for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they went to the festival as usual. When the festival was over, they went home. But Jesus stayed, but Jesus stayed in Jerusalem. His parents did not know about it. They traveled for a whole day thinking that Jesus was with them in the group. They began looking for him among their family and close friends, but they did not find him. So they went back to Jerusalem to look for him there. After three days, they found him. Jesus was sitting in the temple area with the religious teachers, listening and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and wise answers. So Jesus stayed behind, was in the temple with the religious teachers at age 12, listening and asking questions. And everyone, everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and wise answers. Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When his parents saw him, they wondered how this was possible. And his mother said, son, why did you do this to us? Your father and I were very worried about you. We have been looking for you. Jesus said to them, Why did you have to look for me? You should have known that I must be where my father's work is. There's a caption that reads, Work is or in my father's house. But they did not understand the meaning of what he said to them. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, he's talking to his earthly mother and father, uh, Mary and Joseph, talking about, I must be where my father's work is. So that, they just didn't know what he was talking about. He's referring to God Almighty. There's another um, translation that reads, I must be about my father's business. So Jesus was always and knew from a young age that he was to do what God sent him to do. But they did not understand the meaning of what he said to them. Jesus went with them to Nazareth and obeyed them. His mother was still thinking about all these things. As Jesus grew taller, he continued to grow in wisdom. God was pleased with him, and so were the people who knew him. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. Glory to God. Jesus, growing in wisdom, growing in favor. Even the people are pleased with him at this point. That's something interesting to point out because 
like we learned from the other gospel accounts, there were many people who were not pleased with him. Um, but he's young at this age, and he's not. They don't, they, the religious leaders don't see him as a threat, even though he's he's extremely wise for a twelve year old. Um, I always get from this that we should never stop seeking wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, um, which we get from the Lord. So, Holy Spirit, let us pray. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, guide us, Lord, in our pursuit for wisdom, for knowledge and understanding, Lord. Let us have a greater fear for you um, because we know the fear of you leads to wisdom. Help us to understand the things of the spiritual realm. Help us with help us grow in discernment as we learn and study your word. Teach us the things that you wish for us to know, the mysteries of Christ. God, just continue to lead us in, in understanding in knowing who you are and our our position as believers, as Christians, as children of God, as image bearers. We were made in your image and we need instruction on what that looks like and, and how we're supposed to live. So continue to guide us daily. Correct us, Lord, because the Bible says you correct whom you love um, and give us a heart to receive correction and instruction that we may grow and change and be sanctified day by day, conforming to the image of Christ, becoming who you designed us to be. We love you. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody, God bless you. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. It's even here now as we speak. In Jesus' name, love y'all. Peace.